0: Hi this is Matt Devitt and these are my thoughts on stuff specifically in this episode customers and a partnership you can have with them this last week an account manager and I had a real planes trains and automobiles kind of adventure so we had customers we visited on the East Coast customers we visited on the West Coast And that allowed us a lot of windshield time, as we say, just sitting in the car, going from place to place, talking about the customers we were visiting and what we were looking to do for them. And in stepping back and kind of thinking about what we were trying to deliver, what we were trying to deliver wasn't so much a service or a good, but the idea of a partnership. And so when kind of stepping back and taking a look at this, the idea of a customer to me is somebody for which you are providing a service or object to. And I don't want this to just be limited to sales. You know, customers could be your boss. They could be coworkers. They can be your spouse, your kids, so on and so forth. So, I mean, customer interactions are are very wide when I start to think of them. But most of the time, they're focused upon within the business world. So... When thinking about the idea of what we're really trying to deliver to a customer's partnership, what are some of the main items that you would want if you were to have a long term partnership with someone in either a business or, or non business relationship? Now, let's talk about three areas that I feel are important when creating a partnership. The first is communication, the second, Proficiency. And the third is resourcefulness. I feel in order to have a good partnership with the person that you're looking to interact with, you need to have a good combination of these three areas. And I'm going to talk a little bit more of those about those now, starting with communication. Communication is one of those areas where a lot of people talk about it. And that's fine because If you're not talking about it, you're not really communicating. But what's important about communication when it comes to partnerships is understanding what method and also frequency you want to be using when interacting with this person. Conversely, when you're talking to the person you want to have this relationship with, you should also be informing them, if they're not actively asking about it, what forms of communication work best for you and frequency. And what both parties need to remember, and especially the person that's actively pursuing the partnership, so this might be the sales, you know, person on the sales side, you know, somebody asking another person, you know, out on a second date or something of that nature, um, you know, all the way down to interacting with your children, is that you need to understand they're not going to be the same all the time. There may be commonalities, but if you look across all of the communication methods, Everybody's going to have different preferences. And in order to make communication as useful as it can be, you need to understand what that person's main methods and media are, as well as frequency. And we can talk about context a little bit later, but you really need to understand those first two. What's their favorite method? What's their favorite frequency? And then just continue, uh, continue to deliver on what you find out. The proficiency area within creating a partnership is kind of interesting because it's really based a lot within your knowledge within one specific you know, area or maybe multiple areas for which you're looking to deliver value within the partnership. And what's interesting to me about the proficiency idea is both sides of the coin. One. The person that you're you're looking to work with in the partnership needs to understand your areas of proficiency where you're good they also need to understand the areas that are outside of your proficiency and there's nothing wrong with that i don't think anyone expects another individual to know everything about you know all aspects of you know life for example um but within that you know when you when you're creating a partnership people want that level of transparency to know okay i go to person x for all problems that are you know related to one area but as soon as we start to get out of that maybe they're not the best person to go to but in the next section when we talk about resourcefulness just because something is outside of your wheelhouse per se doesn't mean you still can't have a partnership and add value to that person even when it's not something you're good at so we'll talk about that a little bit more in resourcefulness but as far as proficiency goes again you want to be able to articulate to your target audience, what am I good at? What areas am I good at? Why and how am I good in those areas? But then also give them an idea of when they start to hit those demarcation lines that now we're getting into areas that are no longer my, my, expert, my expertise, I'm no longer proficient in them. And the last area, which we're going to focus on when it comes to creating a partnership, is going to be resourcefulness. Resourcefulness to me is showing somebody or articulating to somebody how I can help them in more than one way. Now, there's nothing wrong if you're really, really focused and good in providing solutions, options, things of that nature in one area. There's also nothing wrong with being a jack of all trades. You know, this is the the converse arguments, I guess, between, you know, do you bring depth or do you bring, you know, breadth to the relationship? Again, being transparent with your audience and letting them know your level of resourcefulness within your areas of proficiency through effective communication, that person that you're starting to target as far as having a long-term partnership with will understand how, this partnership is going to work from their side and remember when we're talking about these things within resourcefulness this is something that's going to be even outside of what you can deliver this could be what your company can help deliver what your extended family and more of a personal relationship can help deliver to um, your target audience and what that looks like so resourcefulness is really just finally putting your proficiency your ideas how can you make them actionable and what does that look like and what kind of items can you bring to the table as far as adding value to that target partnership and just a quick follow-up point within resourcefulness that can also be introducing the person to another company or individual that can help them in an area where you don't have the resources or proficiency so this can be very helpful to your target, target audience because not only does it help them, but also allows you to maintain contact with them even when operating in areas that are outside of your proficiency, but you're making up for that because you're resourceful by using your own you know, address book of contacts and making that introduction. So that's one way that you can add value even outside of your own realm of proficiency. So let's wrap up and put these three ideas together, communication, proficiency, and resourcefulness. So communication, as we talked about earlier, is going to be figuring out the methods and media, as well as the frequency of which you should be conversing with your target audience. Proficiency is going to be letting the person know what are your areas of expertise, what do those look like, where do you start to get out of those areas of expertise, And then lastly, resourcefulness is within your areas of expertise, what tools and resources, not to overuse the word, but resources can you bring to add value to them? Um, So when you look at, or at least when I look at these three ideas, they really interplay with each other pretty well because nothing's static. So within any relationship, it's going to be dynamic. And so... Maybe your area of proficiency changes because you learned a new skill set. You should be communicating that as well as letting them know the resources that you have. A last point I want to bring up to this whole idea is I've been basically speaking to you from one side of the partnership. There's nothing wrong with asking the other person, you know, uh, not only the communication question, but also... You know, what areas are you good at? You know, what is your best um, proficiency, knowledge base, skill, so on and so forth that you have? In addition to that, also asking what resources do you have? So kind of thinking about this from a business standpoint, there's nothing wrong from setting across the table and going, okay, I see you're a manager. Um, what's your areas within this business that, you know, you control, you're really good at, where you bring a lot of value? And then also, what are your resources within there? They're good conversations to have. They allow you to flesh out that relationship. So I hope that makes sense in far, as far as how to set up a partnership. It's going to take communication. It's going to take proficiency. And it's also going to take resourcefulness in order to establish that long-term partnership. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please like, share, subscribe, all the standard things on social media. But what I'd really like to get from you is comments. What did you like? What didn't you like? What content or topics would you like to hear me pontificate about? All of those things are very, very useful to me. I love the feedback. So please keep sending that in. And thank you for listening. And once again, this is Matt Devitt. And these are my thoughts on stuff. Take care.